Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Hey Mom, Why Did No One Tell Me podcast. Uh, My name is Rebecca. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited that you are here and I am excited to be here. And yeah, we're just going to jump right into um, our topic today. So I sort of was not sure um, if I wanted to really talk about this topic today because I really want this podcast to be a source of, you know, um, maybe like help, a source, like a resource for you, um, maybe some, you know, putting a different like spin on a situation you might be in. And I really would just want to like share really positive, helpful, actionable stuff on the podcast for all of my artist friends out there who are interested in, you know, just being an artist in general. And if you choose to go down an entrepreneurial path, um, then yeah, um, that's an option too. So I was really like on the fence because this wasn't really in the theme of like normally what I talk about, but then I sort of like was thinking about it the other day and I was like, no, this is something that I think is important to talk about. So I'm going to talk about it. And guys, but that topic today is it's knowing your boundaries for a project or, you know, signs that maybe what you're working on is like, you know, it might be a project that you hold near and dear to your heart, but maybe, you know, it's, maybe it's not worth it. Um, so we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into this. And first thing I want to talk about is just like knowing your boundaries. So this is something that I feel as people, we all, um, hopefully know, or hopefully are learning at the moment. Um, just knowing our work boundaries and you know what we're okay with, what we're not okay with. Um, Something that I realized and discovered about myself um, over the past few months is that I really have hard boundaries on, you know, my safety and, you know, especially with everything going on in the world um, right now at the time of this recording release, we're um, sort of, we're still in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic, though I would say we're sort of inching towards being, you know, sort of done with it, but again, very, very much inching slowly, um, you know, towards, uh, towards the next stage, whatever that is. Um, but something that I've sort of discovered about myself is that, you know, safety is really important to me within my job. And, um, I told myself, you know, as long as I do not feel like I can be safely working on a project, then I'm not, I'm not going to work on that project or I'm not going to, you know, do this other job, um, that's around. So an example sort of of that was, um, I recently worked on a hybrid theater project and it was, it was kind of neat. It was kind of neat because we record, we rehearsed the entire thing pretty much on Zoom. Then we recorded on Zoom, but not only did we record on Zoom, we also had two days where we went in person to the theater following, you know, also social distancing guidelines and everything. Um, you know, we all had PPE, all that stuff. And we shot some or filmed some scenes in person. And that was really cool because I'd never done anything like that before. Like I had done film and television, but never like, you know, film for theater. Um, so very interesting experience. But I remember when I first, you know, signed on for the project, I would say like, like early February, um, that was something that they were like, Hey, we're going to try and, um, 
film in person if we are allowed to, if, um, you know, it's something that the city and the locality we're in, um, this was in Baltimore, um, Maryland, so, like, if Baltimore is, like, allowing us to do this, then, you know, we're gonna try and come in and film this in person, and this was still in January, I think, if my timeline is right, so, the, um, you know, the vaccines had just been announced, and they were being distributed among healthcare workers, so, obviously, you know, some people, depending on, you know, where they lived and what, um, like, if they were eligible for the vaccine earlier than later based off of, like, profession, it was very much like, well, you know, I hope that it'll be at a point where I do feel safe going in, and that was a decision I had to make for myself sort of earlier on, and, you know, being safe, especially during a pandemic and keeping in mind, you know, my parents who are older and the people I lived with, um, you know, just, I don't personally know what their vulnerabilities are, if they have any. So I would just, I wanted to be very mindful of the people that I was going to be around. Um, and, you know, luckily my parents, um, they received the vaccine because they are older here in Virginia. Um, it was like 65 and older were part of like, you know, the next wave of groups to get vaccinated or be eligible for the vaccine after healthcare workers in that in first initial wave. So I knew that they were safe and um, I felt pretty comfortable with like the number going down, like the number of COVID cases going down. Um, we were required to have PPE on the entire time unless we were filming. We all had to produce like negative COVID tests within like a certain time frame before the, um, before we all came in person, they did temperature checks, they had hand sanitizer for us, it was, it made me feel very safe, and then they even sent me, you know, a whole list of, um, you know, what they had done to the theater to make sure that it was, like, COVID compliant and safe, and so reading through all of that, I was like, okay, I do feel safe going into this theater and filming with other people who are not, like, in my immediate bubble, like, I was okay with that, um, because I felt very safe, and, um, you know, there was PPE provided, it was never, like, they were trying to hide something, which is something that I've come across, um, in other professional aspects of my life, not anything that has to do with, like, theater or film or TV, like, nothing, um, artistic or creative related, um, but, you know, that's, that's a boundary that I have for myself, and it made me think, well, you know, in, regular times, right? What what are regular times, I guess, at this point? But, you know, I would find myself, like, wanting to do all these projects because, you know, I had this mentality, you know, take what you can get when you can get it. Like, like you know, work is fleeting. Like, you never know when the next project is going to pop up. And I think in the beginning, I was okay with that because my circumstances were a little bit different. I was living at home. I um, didn't really have any, like, rent to pay because my parents, um, you know, they let me live there after graduation, um, as I was trying to figure it out. So I didn't have like, you know, these huge responsibilities. And so it was okay for me to, you know, take this or not okay, but you know, I was okay with taking, you know, maybe these projects that probably in the end only ended up paying me maybe like $200 or something like that. But again, that was something that I was okay with because I was just starting out and I, you know, didn't have these big financial responsibilities to be, um, you know, they weren't like hanging over my head. Now, obviously, 
I did have financial responsibilities and I worked, you know, to pay what I needed to pay for. Um, but I do say that, you know, I consider myself lucky that I had that support in the beginning because, you know, my boundaries as far as projects were concerned were a little bit more out there. I was like, yeah, I'll go to, um, I'll travel across, you know, state lines like an hour away, like four times a week. Um, like that kind of thing at the time. I was like, yeah, no, that's fine. I could do that. Um, and then I later realized that I was doing that at the sacrifice of my sleep. And that was sort of like the first little boundary that I should have seen or not, not necessarily boundary, but that was like the first sort of like, you know, Hey, like maybe you should be more aware of this kind of thing. Um, and so I guess kind of that was the first boundary that I told myself that I would have to keep for myself, right? So it's like, I will take projects that make sense for me to take, right? So like right now at this point in my life and in my career, it doesn't make sense for me to, you know, drive three hours away to work on um, maybe like a student film that isn't paying because, um, you know, that's not something I can really do right now. And I need to focus more on work that um, is going to help support, you know, just the fact that I'm a living person and, you know, I've got bills to pay and now I have rent to pay and other, you know, responsibilities. So that like, like, I can't really do that anymore. So I have sort of had to set up, um, you know, boundaries and no, uh, you know, I just, I can't drive three hours to do, um, you know, a piece of work that, although it might sound pretty interesting, um, I just, I can't accept it right now. And I think a lot of times we as artists, especially in the beginning, we really want to just, you know, say yes to everything, right? That's what they tell us in school. Say yes to everything. Say yes to every opportunity you have. And then you feel like you have to, because you feel like, you know, you have to, you just, you're getting started. You need to take everything you can. And I do agree with that. I do agree. But I feel like at a certain point, you know, at a certain point, you just kind of have to sort of assess your situation and be like, okay, what, what can I um, learn from this? Can I learn anything more? Yes, no. Okay, well, if yes, then continue to go down that path. And if no, um, sort of look to see where you could go next, right? So knowing boundaries in that sense of, you know, is it something that makes sense for where you are in your career and, you know, sort of just kind of your lifestyle. Um, for example, um, there was one guy I knew who he, well, not knew, like I, I still know him, um, but there's one guy I know who um, he's a father and he's also an actor Um but because, you know, he does, he is, you know, a father and he has these responsibilities of, you know, being a dad, he said that, you know, before he had his kids, he had these, you know, dreams of going out to Los Angeles and just like going for it. And he said that he would like, he gave himself a date and that he was going to do it. And then, you know, life just sort of took over and he couldn't do it anymore. And he's like, well, now, you know, I can't just leave my job and go pursue um, you know, certain projects because it just doesn't make sense for me. I'm like, yeah, no, that makes total sense. So, you know, it's finding projects that you know work for where you are in your life and for your particular situation. 
And that's just, I think that's really important knowing what is going to work for you because what works for you in whatever sort of creative medium you're working in might not work for someone else. And another big thing that I've found with this is, you know, um, and this is kind of like a word or not a word, but like a phrase that I've come to very much not like it's when, um, you know, people are looking for artistic services. Maybe it's, um, filming, um, video editing, um, photography, sound mixing, um, actors and their talent. Um, you know, people are looking for these, you know, artistic services and, you know, they have these great ideas and they like have these passion projects and it's great that, you know, they're going out there and creating art. Um, but sometimes I see like, you know, these very intensive, like, you know, casting notices and then, you know, it gets to compensation and it's like exposure or, um, IMDB credit and meals. And that's just something, you know, I kind of look at it and I'm like, I feel like if you're asking people to, you know, block out four weekends of, you know, of like the next like two months and you, they have to like do all of these extra things to be part of this project that you're creating, that doesn't really make sense for it to be, you know, to be compensated in like IMDB credit, exposure and meals. Um... And I, I do understand that some people just don't have the funds to compensate people monetarily. And, you know, that's totally fine. And that's totally, you know, part of, you know, part of starting out. But I think that if we're looking at ourselves and, you know, we as artists, um, specifically in this case, actors, um, there are some actors where, you know, they want to be part of something and they're going to take it and they're going to like have the best time of their life. And then there are some actors who maybe that's not something that they can do based off of other commitments they have. Maybe they teach classes on Saturdays. Maybe they um, are going to be traveling on Saturdays for another part of their work. Um, something else that I've seen, you know, in a non-theater acting sense, um, as far as like creating boundaries for yourself, is with... Um, is with some artists that, you know, they're commissioned for projects, but maybe the pay isn't exactly where, you know, they want it to be. I have a friend who, um, something very similar happened and it was, you know, this really cool project and they were going to be able to do all this like creative, like, you know, stuff. They're going to be able to just really go to like, you know, put their creative like mind to work and create like a beautiful piece. Um, but, you know, they are an artist full time and they have other responsibilities and they have other things that they work on in order to help, you know, make their living. And I think what ended up happening is that the amount of time the project demanded for what they were being compensated just like didn't make sense. And, you know, everyone says, oh, well, art isn't about the money. It's about, you know, the creativity. I'm like, yes, it is. But, you know, if you're listening to this and you're someone who, if you're someone who wants to take your artistic skill and use it to help sustain your life and, like, help support you living your life and not, like, you know, living my life, but just, like, you know, just living as a person, like, you have to really take into consideration what your boundaries are on those kinds of things. Because, you know, I think with my friend, the project ended up working out to something like, like, three or four dollars an hour. And 
first of all, that's below federal minimum wage. And federal minimum wage is all is like pretty low to begin with. Um, but I was like, you know, I understand that the project sounded really cool, but at the end of the day, I can respect the fact that you can't take the project because you need to find other ways to generate income. And that's something that a lot of artists, I feel like, not just in theater, but also in, you know, photography, um, visual arts, um, painters, you know, all that stuff. I feel like at some point in, you know, their careers, they sort of look at them, um, look at like their situations. and They're like, okay, well, can I really, does it make sense really for me to continue taking on these projects? Like, does it make sense? Does it not make sense? And I think once you get to a certain point in your career, like my friend did, you know, it doesn't make sense to take on a project that's, you know, when you really work out the numbers, you're only getting paid $4 an hour. Like, that doesn't really make sense. Now, if it's a passion project um, that you do have time for, then, you know, that's different circumstances. And absolutely, like, if you have the ability to go pursue that project and you want to do it for, like, the fun of it, then absolutely, yeah. Um, but from the stance of, you know, we as artists need to know what those boundaries are in order to know what's healthy for us and in order for us to know what, you know, we're okay with. And that's something else I wanted to sort of touch on. Um, and I feel like it's a bit of a bit of an interesting subject because a lot of people, you know, they say, oh, artists, you don't get into art for the money, you do it for the love of it. And that's something that I've definitely, you know, maybe said in some way before, maybe thought of like, oh, I'm not doing theater for the money. I'm doing theater for, you know, because I love it. And yes, that is true. I love theater. But when I decided to pursue this career professionally, you know, it's like, that is how, or that is how I'm planning to, you know, make my living by being a professional actor, by being a professional artist. And when it gets to that, you're like, okay, you sort of have to say, what's, what can I do and what work can I take and what work do I have to pass up on? And I've gotten in to the point of my, my professional career where, um, you know, there are some projects that I just, I just can't take based off of, you know, what I, based off of like the resources available to me, I just can't take certain projects. And some of them are really cool. And I'm like, oh, like it sucks that I can't take that project. Um, but at the same time, like if like, I know that if I were to take certain projects, I'd be overextending myself. I'd be completely ignoring those boundaries I set for myself. And who knows what would happen? I'd probably, like, you know, run my, uh, run myself into the ground because I just, I would burn out, probably. Um, and so, you know, guys, we as artists, we need to, like, look at ourselves and say, you know, it's okay if I don't take these projects because I, like, they're not paying me enough. Like, when we decide to become artists, like, professionally, and we want to make money with our skills, like, we should make money because, you know, there are other people who have different set skill sets, like, coders have skill sets, um, graphic designers have skill sets, and they get paid for that. So why not, like, look at ourselves the same way and be like, I have this skill set and I need to get paid for it. I should be paid for it, right? So that's, like, a more of, like, a mindset thing for sure, but I've always, like, you know... I've had to sort of retrain my brain almost and be like, no, like, like I have a very specialized skill set and I trained and I'm continuing to train like my skills. I need to get paid accordingly for them. 
And that sort of, it's never been like a driving factor behind a lot of my like artistic like decisions and projects I've wanted to take on. But it did sort of force me to look at myself and be honest. I'm like, you know, if you want to pursue this as your career, you need to make the, you need to make the calls of what's going to, you know, help move you forward versus, you know, what might be just something that would be cool to do. And I think that we as artists all sort of, we all will reach that point. Um, and I think it's really important to know that, you know, if there's a project out there that you know you can't take or you know that it's going to overwork you or maybe it's even the fact that the project is super cool but you know that the um, the people that you'll be around for a lot of that project, you just don't like mesh well together. Like those are all boundaries you need to set for yourself and boundaries that are going to help you not only flourish more in your career because you're going to have more energy to put towards your career but you're just going to like have better like health as a human being because you're not putting yourself in a stressful situation right you're not putting yourself in a situation where you're going to be concerned about stuff all the time um maybe you're not going to put yourself in a situation where it's gonna um you know put into question if you can pay rent or something that month like that's something we want to avoid right we like we don't do art because it makes us more stressed, right? We do art, like I said earlier, because we love it and because art is such a specialized skill and we we absolutely can get paid a good salary, a good rate for the art that we do. It's so possible. We look at, you know, all these people who do it professionally and that's what they do and they love it. So it's like definitely 100% possible, but we just have to make sure we put up those boundaries that, you know, help steer us in the right direction. So I guess a quick recap of what those boundaries are or what I personally um, sort of use to gauge like if a project is going to be something that is going to align with that, what I'm doing in my life at that moment. First, I look at um, the time commitment. If it's a time commitment that I know I cannot make because it's just going to overextend me based off of current projects or if I know that it's like a time commitment that I can make work, but I know if I were to make it work, it would just totally like, you know, shake up everything and maybe I wouldn't be getting like sleep at all. Um, that's something that I sort of really taken into consideration now because I've accepted the fact that I can't just run on fumes for like most of the year because I tried during the summer um, a couple years ago and it worked for like the first couple weeks and then it like did not work at all. So that's something I look for, um, time commitment. I look for, you know, what kind of project it is because, um, certain projects I feel like maybe might not help me as much as they could help someone else. Um, an example of this would be maybe you are, um, maybe you're approached by someone to teach a pottery class, right? Maybe you're approached by someone to teach a pottery class and you enjoy it, you like the people there, and, you know, that's what you end up doing. Now, on the flip side, if, side, if you, um, like, let's say you teach pottery and you have someone who, like, wants to take, like, one-on-one -on -one pottery lessons from you and, you know, it sounds like it'd be really fun, but if they live two hours away, 
maybe that might not necessarily align with, you know, what you, what you want to do or what you are able to do. Um, so that's the second thing I look for just sort of like, does it make sense for where I am in my life right now? And something that I've recently sort of added to that is what, um, what I'm, what or how am I being compensated? Am I being compensated fairly? And, you know, I think that goes back to us artists, um, just sort of maybe without realizing it being like, yeah, like I'm an artist. I'm just like not going to make a lot of money. Um, and that's like a whole like, you know, separate thing, like making money as an artist. I've talked about it before on this podcast. Um, but like, first of all, you can absolutely make money as an artist. So let's just get that out of the way. You can make a good living. Like you really can. Um, but before I go off on a tangent on that, um, back to the third point is, you know, how much will I be compensated? There's, you know, there, there's a point where you will get in your career as an artist, as a professional creative, if that is so the path you choose to go down, where you're like, you know, my skills, I'm being, you know, compensated really well from this one particular client or this one particular job. Um, and then maybe another opportunity comes along and they're not compensating you nearly as much. And, you know, that's okay if you don't want to take that other position because maybe the first one is going to offer to compensate you a lot more. Um, a personal example of this actually is I, so I'm teaching a, um, it's like an online theater class with um, a school in a, in a county in the Washington, D.C. area. It's really fun. I haven't done anything like it in a very long time, so I really missed it. Um, but, like, it's really fun, and what they're paying me is, you know, when you break it down hourly, is very competitive. Um, and then I had another, um, another job come to me, and they wanted me to do something a little similar, um, like still working with like children, not really in the same realm as theater, but, um, they sort of approached me about work and the rate that they were paying, you know, wasn't nearly as much as what this other place was paying me. And, you know, even though I understand they're like, it's kind of like apples and oranges, but still it's like, I know how much my services and like my, the, the biggest thing was that I'd be working with kids and I have a lot of experience working with kids and lots of different like mediums like not just art um but knowing that what you know what I'm compensated at or what you know people are willing to compensate me at I'm can look at you know other opportunities and projects that come along and be like well thank you so much for the offer would you be willing to pay this based off of you know x y and z and like do a bit of negotiating um so yeah, guys, those were some of the things that I really wanted to just talk about with you, um, sort of boundaries to put up for yourself. Mainly, you know, first of all, these boundaries are to help move you further along in your career, but I also sort of created, I didn't create them, I guess, but I also sort of, you know, put these boundaries into place for myself because I found that if I didn't do that, I would burn myself out and it just, it wouldn't be healthy for me. So if anything, these boundaries are just like keep your own personal like health, like physical and mental health, you know, in somewhat of a, some, in, I guess somewhat of a good order, if that makes sense. But basically it's, it's here to help me not to just, you know, take on too much 
like take on more than I can, right? It's, it's here to help me and it's here to guide me in my career and creative business and creative path to where I want to go. And guys, I really hope that this episode and these like three boundaries, initial boundaries um, that I've sort of talked about today also help guide you. Like that's the whole point of this podcast. It's to help you guys, um, all of you amazing listeners out there to just, you know, help guide you towards the future as the creative professional um, that you want to be, or maybe you want to do it creative, like a creative passion. Um, But either way, um, I am so thankful that you guys are here with me today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, I would love for you guys to, if you could um, subscribe to the podcast, uh, comment, uh, rate the podcast on whatever platform you are using. It would mean a lot to me. And if you um, are so kind enough to do that, take a screenshot, uh, post it on Instagram and tag me. Um, I would love to see it. I love talking to you guys on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at artisticallyboldlife. So come on over into Instagram. Let's chat. DM me. I love talking to you guys. Episode of the podcast is sponsored by my free Facebook group, Empowering Artists in Business. If you are an artist of any kind looking to get into the entrepreneurial side of the arts, maybe start your own business. Um, with whatever artistic medium you have, come join the group. We um, are in there already having awesome conversations, really supporting each other, um, seeing each other's really cool work, actually. Um, I love seeing like all the things that people are creating. And um, yeah, I would love for you to join us. It is a free Facebook group. Um, Yeah, and I'd love to have you there. So guys, everything that I've mentioned today will be in the show notes for this episode. And thank you again so much for listening and I will see you soon.